Good morning and welcome to the live broadcast in the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group. And this is your host, Sean Smith. Um, I'm also the founder of the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group. It's about equipping leaders. This is not um, about just your general <laughs> kind of thing going on. This is about equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset. I'm also on the KLE podcast right now and uh, broadcasting to get another episode out there. I, I wanted to share with you today, I woke up this morning, I've been following, I always do, I follow what's going on in the world and and um, because, now let me just step back a little bit here, you know, growing up, especially in the church kind of world, we we sort of had this uh, mentality. We were taught, don't, you know, don't look at the world. Don't, you know, don't uh, watch the news. Don't know what's going on. You know, it's just one way of doing things and, and that's it. And uh, we kind of grew up with blinkers on, with not being able to um, assess where everything is and think strategically. We, we lack strategic thinking within the context of the church. And uh, that puts us into trouble. God one day gave me um, a word from Proverbs, and it says, The wise see trouble coming and prepare for it, but the fool ignores it and gets into more trouble. Now, I'm not exactly sure what that scripture uh, where that scripture is now um i'm just thought of it right now as i'm speaking but um i th that sort of that's the context that it speaks about and that shook my whole world that began me on a quest to understand geopolitics geoeconomics begin to understand what's going on in the world how it impacts what what is happening within nation building with, you know, what are the forces at work, why they're at work, how they're working, how does this impact on the future of the church, etc. So simply because we're in the kingdoms of this world and the kingdoms of this world is ruled, we know, by the prince of the power of the air. And the prince of the power of the air has got an agenda. He has, he has his own hierarchy working this there are influences strong influence influences going on in the earth right now and we need to understand we need to begin to understand how this impacts on our life we cannot stay ignorant we cannot be ignorant to these things and hoping to get a nice little message on how i can get my prayers answered the bible is very clear on that we should those things we should get settled in our heart and we need to become influencers. That's what kingdom leaders are about. Jesus sent his disciples out to be influencers in the world, to go and bring transformation. That we can see they were birthed into supernatural ability, supernatural dimension within the context of Acts chapter 2 to go and launch out. Jesus said, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. Witnesses is not preaching from a pulpit, you understand. It's not being able to quote uh, a, you know, whole chapters of the Bible necessarily. I mean, that it's not a bad thing to know, but 
it's not that you can rattle off at somebody and quote them Jeremiah 33 3. It's that you can influence them with the spirit of the word, that the word it becomes flesh in you and you become the, the outliving of that word and you begin to influence the world around you. And that's what they did. They began to preach the gospel with who they are, right where they are, wherever they were. And so I'm just trying to bring a bit of a balance to our thinking here because we only have this one mindset. Somebody said this, if we keep doing what we've always done and hope to get different results, it's insanity. And that is the, that stands for the truth as well. Is It's not about preaching the gospel, it's about how we do that. Anyway, I'm, I'm digressing from my topic today, which is warning. And, well, I'm sort of preluding this to you as a leader. So if you are alive, uh, I see Charmaine is live. Thank you for hopping on. And, um, and uh, for those that are still hopping on, and for those that are, will watch the replay, um, I appreciate you staying with me and just listening, hearing my heart. What is the warning? The warning is, is simple, is that I began to sense before, beginning of the, uh, the end of last year, 2019, I began to sense this word beginning to arise in my spirit, which was disruption. Disruption. It kept coming to me, kept coming to me. I, I went on, on a trip to um, South Africa, and I was in South Africa just hearing, uh, I, I kept hearing this word. Now, as the year begins to come to a close, um, I'm always sort of searching my heart as what is God saying for the new year? And of course, we were going into a new decade. So I was like, really, what is God saying as we come into the first day of the first month of the new year? What is God saying for the new year? And I, I did an episode on this on the KLE because I didn't have access to too much internet. So what I did was I... I just hopped on, I think it was on the 1st or 2nd of January, I hopped on, or maybe it might even have been the 3rd, I can't remember, and I did an episode on the KLE podcast regarding what is the word that I have. You can go back and listen to it. And it was interesting because that was the word that kept coming to me, disruption, disruption, disruption. So I looked up the word now, I, I, I didn't then, but I looked up the word now, and disruption is the act or process of disrupting something. Um, it means uh, to interrupt, it, it's an activity, to interrupt an activity or process. It's disturbance or problems, disturbance or problems which interrupt an event or an activity, or a process. And, and I kept having the sense that God was saying that there's going to be a disruption in the nations. So I, I was looking at, at that point in time and seeing there's so many um, protests going on, and I've begun to research into that, where is that coming from? Because <laughs> it doesn't just happen. Good, good governments, uh, it, it's just like crazy stuff. Anyway, um, I began to research into that. And I, I began to see, wait a minute, you know, there are going to be, um, there's going to be these disruptions in the world. And the, what is the word for us in that? And it's going to take leaders, good leaders, insightful, strategic, visionary leaders to give 
direction. So the word that the Lord gave me was direction. We need leaders with direction, leaders with clear vision. You cannot sit at home and do nothing. You've got to be active. I'm not talking about you know planting a church. I'm talking about being active in people's lives. What are you doing to impact people's lives? What are you doing to... Uh, to influence, to convey, to communicate? Are you giving vision? People are going to need vision. And so um, that's what I began to speak about. Then I get back to the USA on the 10th of 11th of January. And a week later, or a little bit more than that, suddenly the rumors of the new virus began to um, proliferate the earth, <laughs> if you may. And I began to research, I began to listen to, to people, um, I began to you know, stay on top of it every day, watch the statistics, and I, suddenly I saw disruption. You must understand that this is not just this virus, it's being downplayed, it's um, it's the data out of China is definitely skewed. It's this. It cannot be so uniform that it's exactly to two point five percent fatality rate uh, constantly. It's just impossible. It's been manipulated. The 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 um, uh, all the data that's coming out of communist China is being manipulated. So I began to um, listen and follow scientists, pathology scientists who were actually looking at models of how this is growing. And I just watched a report now, a business report, not a secular business report. And the thing that we need to realize is that this is disrupting not only the health sector, it's going to disrupt nations, it's going to disrupt economy, politics, simply because um, it's virulent and it's, it's um, so uh, infectious and it's affected China so much that China is locked down. They, don't, they can't cope. They've got thousands of beds out there. You, you know, the big thing they made was they built two hospitals in 10 days, but that is actually already undersupplied. They have, you know, esconded huge areas, uh, blocks of flats, etc., and um, to keep people. They've locked down most cities, they locked down economic ports, factories have closed. This is going to impact um, supply chains around the world, econ economy around the world. So this is the beginning of, I just thought I wanted to jump on, and my, the, why I call it warning is that people are not paying any attention to what this is. Now, I'm not saying to get into fear and to panic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is that as leaders, this is where your leadership is going to count. This is where you need to be a leader in your community. This is where you're going to have to be the one that actually brings hope uh, brings direction, brings vision, um, is able to organize because in some places it's, you know, in some places in the earth where you may be, 
Um, it may not be very organized. The health system may not be very organized. And so your direction is going to be important. Your, uh, your initiative, your innovativeness, your, your proactiveness is going to be very important in, in, in the health um, uh, sort of measures that can be taken, the preventative measures that can be taken. I really want to encourage you, please, don't, don't, let's not be stupid. Let's not be ignorant. Let's not be, you know, um, just, well, I've got my head in the sand. Uh, let's, because we've, we're dealing with communities. So let's begin to talk to communities about these things and within the context of our church. So I, this is something God gave me years ago before I left South Africa. I was speaking to a, a group of men one night, and I was really praying about the word that God wanted me to share with them. And this was the word God gave me, it was Psalm 91. And and the Lord said, I, I shared with them how important it was that Psalm 91 is going to become a very, very important um, sort of focus revelation that we're going to need in these days ahead. I didn't realize how much. So in, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, but Psalm 91 verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the, in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. Glory to God. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust with great confidence and on whom I rely. Yes, we do. We need to rely on Him because He is the refuge, the fortress, the God, my God in whom I trust with great confidence. Verse 3, for He will save you from the trap of the fowler. But listen to this. And from the deadly pestilence. So the traps he sets will not, um, that the devil sets, the fowler, which is the trapper, will not, will, we will be delivered from that. But he will also deliver us from the deadly pestilence. You know, the coronavirus right now is a deadly pestilence. He will save us from that. And verse 4, he will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. So he'll cover you and completely protect you under his wings. You will find refuge and under his shield. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. Verse 5, you will not be afraid of the terror of night. So all the stuff that's going on right now, I mean, Nigeria. You, you are really, and I, you know, this is something I saw coming on your last um, uh, election. I, I saw this coming. I saw this was, you know, <laughs> I saw that it's going to get worse. Uh, and, yeah, it, it has. It's just getting worse. And, and we really pray for you, Nigerian Christians, the Nigerian church, we you know, I hold you in my heart, and I want to encourage you wherever you are in the world, pray for them. There is truly a clash, a war between Islam and Christianity. Um, and Islam seems to be getting more and more free reign to actually reign terror on the people. But I want to say to you, don't be afraid of the terror of night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence, listen to this, that stalks in darkness nor the destruction, the sudden death that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but danger 
will not come near you. You will only be a spectator as you look on with your eyes and witness the divine repayment of the wicked as you watch safely from the shelter of the Most High. We need to, these are days that we really need to trust God. We need to encourage one another to trust God. And for you that are here listening, you are leaders. You're here in this group because you um, signed up because you wanted to be equipped as a leader. This is it. This is what it's about. It's not about position. It's not about titles. It's not about your power. It's about your influence. It's about you having now the courage to stand up and walk the lonely walk, declare a message when nobody wants to listen, and say, Let, you know, we need to prepare. We need to have direction. We need to have vision. And be the hope, be the direction, be what people need at this point in time. Now, I'm not saying, I I don't know how prolific this is going to be and how quickly they're going to be able to shut it down and whatever's happening. I mean, if you're in Nigeria, people need you, need you to be uh, the visionary leader at this point in time in in your community, in your village, in your city, wherever you are. Um, It's not just about the virus, but the virus is prolifically having an impact on the world right now. There's very little being said by mass media. Um, However, I really want to encourage you, you know, to be a leader at this point in time where you are right now, to give people direction, to give, to help them, uh, to share with them what's, what's needed. Go and do some research. Here's your opportunity. Go and do some research. Become not an expert, but you know, become somebody that's knowledgeable. Don't just be, you know, is like we are. We are believers. We are kingdom people. We are bringing the kingdom influence. And now's the time when you've got solutions, you've got answers, you've got insight, you've got wisdom in difficult times. That's when you count. That's when you need to count. And and then you know, now we can introduce the kingdom concept and the kingdom value system, and we can serve people with our knowledge and with our wisdom and with our influence. And, and uh, so that's important. The other thing I want to say to you is warning. Uh, talking about the other thing that I was getting onto is that this is something that I heard in a movie many, many years ago, and it's, the movie starts by saying this. It was, it's about some illusionists that um, they, they rip off uh, this. Anyway, it's like, a, uh, you, I, think, I can't remember the, even the title of the movie. But anyway, the beginning of the movie is important. And it says this, the, the closer you look, the less you see. And when I heard that, something triggered for me. And I am seeing this around the world right now is that mass media, and especially here in America and in Europe, mass media will direct you at something to take your attention away from something else. There are real agendas going on, and I'm not talking about conspiracy theories, all right? I'm talking about actual stuff going on. And this is a warning, is that your freedom, your... your um, and especially as the church, your freedom is under attack. Forces are working to undermine it, take it away, do away with it. Don't believe them. When they, they, in America, it's been the whole impeachment thing. Everybody's focused 
on the president. You know, the mass media is focused on something he didn't, you know, it's got, what they're saying is a small part of actually what is going on. And they're focusing on the president. It's actually not about the president. It's about ideology. It's about an agenda. It's, there's, I've been saying this for years. There's something going on of a world domination. And it's nation by nation. Um, there's so much I can tell you. And I, I just I don't have time for all of it. But what I'm trying to say is don't be distracted by those things. I see Christians are so caught up in the personality, you know, um, the hating people, uh, dis, you know, despising authority and, and um, speaking against this president um, that we have in the United States right now. Everybody, I mean, not everybody, but there's a lot of Christians that really despise him, hate him, speak bad about him, and um, and y- you you are totally um, fallen into the trap <laughs> of the Luciferic initiative in the earth. You have you have fallen into the place of being distracted from what is really going on. It's not about this president. In fact, he's doing a great job, and I. But I don't want to get into the personality side of it. Is that that's exactly what the agenda is? Is to distract you, to get you um, so focused on the personality, the person, um, the, the the policy uh, that you're missing actually what the forces are doing. When the mass media focus on something so much every day, you've got to. Step back and ask yourself, what is actually going on? I'm telling you, because that is Satan's strategy. It gets you so caught up with things that are actually insignificant in really to your life, to to the force of what's going on. You must remember something. Ephesians chapter 6 says, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. This is a hierarchy, a satanic hierarchy that is arrayed against you and I, against the church, against the world. It's it's against us. And Paul says that's the hand-to-hand combat we're fighting is not worth flesh and blood. What they try and do is they try and bring you into focus of people, personalities, significant entities, but there's so much more going on. There is a whole Luciferic agenda going on. So those, that hierarchy, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual wickedness and high places are all influence levels of influence. If you go and study the Greek for each word, each of those, that's a hierarchy ranging from from global influence right down to to um, the atmospheric influence in your and my life, our communities, our cities, because this is what the kingdoms of the world are about. And that's why Jesus came to reintroduce the kingdom of God, which is the influence of our country, which is the kingdom of heaven. And so we are now the agents of 
change, transformation, the agents of a new influence of a new kingdom. And but there's the for the inf- the, uh, the the cultural influence around us in this hierarchy from spiritual wickedness in high places, which is the atmospheric influence to um, the principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness. Rulers of the darkness is cosmokratos. Cosmokratos. Cosmo meaning cosmos or cosmopolitan or or citywide. Kratos is rulership. (laughs) The influence is they rule over dimensions of cities which affect the culture, which affects the the society, the community, the impact on our lives. This is what we're dealing with. You understand? And so when you see people, their behavior, the the systems they're in, many times we we become so, so, um, I don't know, so ignorant to spiritual things in the church that we just look and we we look at behavior, we look at people, we look at at uh, at you know personalities, and we get all emotional and all worked up about people. But there's something behind all of this, and we need to understand what is behind all of this. I I I you know I'm on social media a lot of social media simply because I I'm putting myself out there to be an influencer. And uh, I'm not a huge influencer, but if I influence one person, <laughs> you know, I'm happy. I'm excited about influencing somebody to in- inspire something that people want to communicate with me, talk more, etc. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking how I can influence them in their leadership. And, uh, and I'm reading and I'm so disappointed in, in the Christian world, but that's what religion is. So Christianity has become a religion, and religions, this is what they do. They focus on the physical. They focus on sense knowledge. They focus on how they feel, what they see, what they hear. They're not focused on what is going on in the spiritual dimensions, in the atmosphere around them. And we need to change our focus. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12, 1, another scripture that revolutionized my life. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren. The word gifts doesn't appear in the original Greek. The word spiritual there is spirituals or pneumatikos. Pneuma for spiritual, ikos is things. Pneumatikos, spiritual things or spiritual elements or spiritual principles. And so he says, I do not want you to be ignorant because you were influenced by idols. Idols, you know, stone and wood things are not any influence. But um, but what happens, what is, is that these idols have demonic influence behind them. And so he's going to those original people in their culture of the day in Corinth, they were being influenced by the having an influence in a cultural influence that was demonically inspired we still have it today even more so but more civilized more subtle more you know it's more dressed up than it was back in those days those days it was very visible today it's a little bit more dressed up it's civil it comes in the form of a suit a tie a nice dress a nice hairdo you know it's still there it's still influenced 
And, and he's going on and he says, but you need to be influenced by the Holy Spirit to understand pneumatica, spiritual things. We need to understand, understand spiritual things because this is what we're dealing with in our world right now. This is what we're dealing with in our society, in our communities, in our cultures, in our nations, in our cities, in the kingdoms of this world. That's why I started this group was to inspire you to be an influential leader, but not a religious leader, an influential leader. We do not need any more politicians. We do not need any more um, uh, religious leaders. We need kingdom leaders. We need uh, leaders who will bring influence and transformation, not to not to a church, an organization, an institution, or, or to your uh, sense, knowledge, feelings, feely, eely uh, kind of perspective on what is right politically or not. There's only one political system that really works, and that's the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. That's the only one that works. And we have to bring that influence into people's lives, not because we are uh, revolutionaries because we overthrow we don't that's not what we, that's religion we bring influence into people's lives to bring transformation but i'm so disappointed in when i see how how christians are focused on a person you know they they disparage and despise and hate and speak evil of our president here in the united states and and prime ministers and and, and uh, you know, and I'm going. You you totally misinformed. I, I don't want to hear that stuff because we need people that are focused on what's going on behind the scenes. What is the systems? And it's not that much behind the scenes. It's actually very open. Very, but people don't take the time. We so emotionally, so sense knowledge, so um, involved with our ily-feely kind of perspectives that we're not actually seeing what's going on behind or not behind the scenes or behind what's being presented to us. And I really want to challenge you is as Christians, let's we're falling into the trap of the enemy in this area. And we need to get to the place where we are really coming to a, an understanding when when mass media and your media of the day and the kingdoms of this world are directing you at something step back be smart be wise be a proverbs kind of leader and step back and say what is actually going on that's something that you know I'm not an educated guy but god gave me a a wisdom years ago, to begin to understand what's going on in the world, to be strategic, to, to be able to look at a big picture, not to get caught up in the little nitty-gritty detail. I get frustrated when people pull me into the technicalities and arguments about words and, and uh, you know, about their little issues. And it just freaks me out. I don't have time for that because there's so much bigger things going on. And I'm going... You know, you worried about that guy down the road and, and you know, is the, what the president said, what the pres phone call. And, you know, it's just you are deceived. You're so deceived. You are walking in darkness like the rest of the world, like mere men. Step away from the darkness. Look through new eyes. That's 
One of the things about being a kingdom leader is you get a new perspective. That's what we're supposed to do is give people a new perspective that they can see things differently. And that's what I want to encourage you with is step back from everything. Be smart. Be wise. Look at what's going on. It's not just about a president or a prime minister. It's not just about, you know, our convenience. Um, you know, the whole Brexit thing is, are we going to be able to, you know, access um, markets? It's way bigger than that. You, you've got to understand. It's not about your convenience as a Christian or believer or a son of God. It's, it's way beyond that. It's a life and death battle between forces of light and forces of darkness. It's about the kingdom of God invading the kingdoms of this world. And the kingdoms of this world do not want it. They hate it. And so it's influence against influence. Your influence, they'd want to shut you down. If, if the devil can keep you thinking like him, working like him, going to church, sing your songs, sing your songs, preach your messages, prophesy. He doesn't care. Your influence is what's dangerous because when you begin to influence, when Paul talks about that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, he's talking about the influence that we're bringing into the world. Go read it. Go look at it. It's about how we influence the world. You can stand on your soapbox and preach as much as you like. King James, New King James, Amplified, NIV, Message Bible. It doesn't really matter. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. The devil doesn't care. It's what you live and what you take out there and what you actually see. What you see and how you see it and how the influence that you bring into where you are. Otherwise, you're getting caught up in being deceived. And I just see most of the, not most, I don't want to generalize everything, but you understand what I'm saying. I just see so many Christians caught up in, in the feeling of it, the emotion of it, the criticism. The, it's the policy. It's impeachment. It's like he said this and because he won. It's, it's way beyond that. And I'm really getting tired of Christians. Oh, again, that's what religion does. Religion focuses from Middle Ages going way back, um, the Dark Ages. That was the church got involved in, in how they can manipulate leaders and not influence, manipulate. For their sake. And we, this is not what kingdom leaders are about. We are not religion. We are not a religion. We are the kingdom of God enhancers, agents, <laughs> citizens, representatives, ambassadors of the kingdom of God. That's what you're called to do. Stop preaching your church constitution, please. Stop representing man. And their ideology and your denomination. Stop it. Start becoming kingdom-minded leaders who are infective, infecting the world with the influence of the kingdom of God. Stop being deceived. The closer you look, the less you see. 
They're going to suck you into the little issues and details. Step back. Become a strategic thinker. If you want a, a business term for it, become a thinker outside of the systems of this world. Because if you don't, you're caught up in the same system that everybody else is. Religion is just another part of the systems of the kingdoms of the world. Satan has sold it with a hook, line, and sinker to keep everybody busy with rubbish, trash. You become unattentive. Wise men, as King Solomon said, see trouble coming. In other words, they can look over them around the globe. In a, you know, they can see down the road. They can see out of their little situation. And they can start seeing trouble coming and they prepare for it. They prepare people for it. This is the kind of leadership we need today. Stop being caught up in the little issues. Stop putting out your little, your little you know, sense, knowledge, eely-feely little things about this, you know, the president this and he did that. And you're caught up in the wrong system. You're listening to ungodly wisdom. You're sitting in the council of the ungodly, standing in the way of sinners. You're sitting in the seat of mockers. Your delight is not in the kingdom of God if you're caught up in that. I, I, and I, I'm just like really speaking straight to you right now because that's exactly how I see so many Christians are caught up in, so in the influence. I. I've taken time over years to study what goes on behind the scenes. And it's not, it's not hidden. It's not hard to find. You just need to listen. You just need to look. You need to do some research. Stop watching you know, popcorn flicks and, uh, and talking trash and listening to radio programs about trash. Do some research. Do some a little study. Do you know? Dig a little deeper, and you'll find things that are way beyond what you actually realize. What's going on? And I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you know just like uh, woo woo spiritual. You know, it's like God's moving there and God's moving there. And, you know, even that is a distraction from what we're supposed to be doing. Listen to me, please. I hope you're hearing my heart today. We get so distracted by all these little things that give us icky geeky feelings, ooky and ooky gooky, and we got all nice little goosebumps. And now, this is real. This is real. Go back to Ephesians chapter six, this and verse ten onwards. And this is real, people. I want to tell you, and this is what leadership is about: facing the reality. You know, if you want to be equipped as a leader, then you're going to have to walk the lonely walk. You're going to have to pick up a message that people don't want to hear. You're going to have to be an influencer when everybody's against you. If you're following the crowd, if you're following what the, the narrative is that's being put out, you are mistaken. You're going to be caught up in darkness. And you can't afford that. We cannot afford, we need you to be, whether you're sitting in a village in Nigeria or you're sitting in a city in Europe. Or you're sitting in the country in America, you know, wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, I want to tell you is that you need to stand up and get a new perspective. You need a kingdom perspective so that you can begin to lead people, not by position, not by title, not by power, 
but by the Spirit of God, truly bringing influence into the systems of this world. All right? So that's I just really wanted to share with you. That's a warning I'm issuing to you. This is 2020. We are now in February of 2020. And we need you and me and the church at large to wake up and stop the rubbish we are in. Okay? Till next time, this is Sean saying God bless you. Thank you for being with me. Hey, great to have you with me, my family, guys. Um, I appreciate you always. Love you lots.